I'm Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. Hello, all of you amazing mamas. We are officially in the month of September. Can you believe that? I keep looking at the calendar and just thinking about how I'm really just 10 or 12 weeks away from meeting baby number three, which is so crazy. And we are also just a few months away from the doors to my six-month mom-empowered coaching program reopening. That's right. As of last week, the wait list for the program is open. And I'm already getting so pumped as I'm talking to moms who are getting ready to join and embark on this journey. What's so special and unique about the waitlist is that I've actually designed it to be an opportunity for you to get started with coaching right now. So even though weekly one-on-one coaching begins in December, when you get on the waitlist, you actually get access to monthly coaching with me up until December, as well as access to the Mom Empowered Workbook and Mom Empowered Video Trainings that will teach you step-by-step how to master your thoughts, create more of the results you want, and make your investment worth it before the program even begins. How awesome is that? So if you are a mom who is ready to gain more emotional wellness, grow in confidence, experience massive breakthrough and freedom, I would love for you to visit my website, jessiearedia.com forward slash coaching and learn more about what the six month mom empowered program has to offer. As I mentioned, my wait list is currently open. So now is a great time to give yourself the gift of working with a coach who can equip you with the know-how and the tools for creating the life you've always wanted. Speaking of creating the life you've always wanted, I am so incredibly excited for you guys to listen to today's episode. I recently had the honor of chatting with Ali Casaza, who is a wife, mom, influencer, entrepreneur with a huge passion and gift for helping moms simplify their lives, even simplify their businesses, and step into a more intentional, abundant way of living. She is the host of the chart-topping podcast, The Purpose Show, as well as the creator of numerous courses that help moms break free of their overwhelm and create space for what really matters. I have no doubt in my mind that you are going to walk away from today's episode feeling so inspired and so empowered as I Allie and I chat about building businesses from a place of simplicity, using your intuition in that, as well as navigating some of the challenges that can come with building your own business, like picking a path that works best for you and communicating with your husband when he might not be fully supportive or understanding of it. I loved getting to hear Allie's heart behind her transition into serving business building moms in this even greater way. And I love all the wisdom that she has to offer. And if you love today's episode two, I know it would mean so much to both Allie and I if you would take a second to screenshot this episode to share to your Instagram stories and tag us both. This is a great way to share the episode with your friends, plus share with us what it meant to you. All right, without further ado, here is my conversation with Allie Casaza. Thank you so much for coming on to the show, Allie. I am, like I said earlier, I'm a fan, <laughs> but I, you know, I don't want to fangirl too hard. I just want to say before we begin that I have really admired your work for the past few years. I think your podcast was one of the first shows I ever started listening to when I became a mom, like when I first kind of discovered what podcasts even were. And I instantly just, your message resonated with me. I instantly knew like, 
this girl is someone to follow. And I've been watching your stories, watching your posts, watching you grow and change as a person, as a mom, as an entrepreneur. And yeah, I'm just, all of that being said, I'm just really excited to have you on the show today and the, and the, the topics that we're going to be talking about, I'm very excited about as well. So thank you. Me too. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're, oh my gosh, you're so kind and I feel so empowered just you saying this thing. So thank you. Yay. Well, I would love to start off with, first of all, having you introduce yourself, um, but also maybe just giving the audience kind of a glimpse into what your life looks like right now, because I know you've been going through a bit of a transition. You just moved. You've opened up some new exciting things, a course and all that. So I would love for you to just maybe just start with an introduction. Yeah. So um, I'm Allie and I run an online business where I help um, moms, women, but mainly moms really just um, simplify and peel back like all just the curtain on what is happening in your life. Why does it feel so heavy when there's so much to manage? Like what does a girl even do? And just really like simplify your home, your calendar, your business, like whatever it is you need. Um And yeah, I've done that for about five years. I've blogged for 10 years, but turned it into a real business about four or five years ago. Um, And everything that I do and everything that I teach is really born just out of my story, out of the hard times that I faced and um, just really sharing that publicly and overcoming it publicly and then continuing to teach from that kind of like hindsight is 2020 um, position that I'm in. Um, and yeah, right now we just moved to Carlsbad, which we love Carlsbad. I'm in Carlsbad, California. So it's very like, it's in San Diego. Um, it's beach city. We're like five, 10 minutes from the beach. Um, so far enough away to where like our appliances don't get rusty from the beach air, (laughs) but like close enough to where we can just pop over there whenever. And, um, it's just, it's, it's so nice. It's a beautiful home, beautiful space. I'm so grateful. Um, to be able to be here. And um, what else is going on? We, I am launching right now. I am launching a podcasting course right now, um, gearing up to open up enrollment for one of my favorite programs for the lifestyle side of my business called Unburdened. Um, we're adopting from the foster system this year. Um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's a lot. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, I, I've been noticing that you have been going through a bit of a, I don't know if transition is the word you would use or even pivot, but mm-hmm. you have been showing up lately in an even greater way to serve influencers and to serve moms who are building businesses. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I also feel passionate about, even though that's not the main goal of my work or of my ministry. And and, and maybe you would argue that that's not, it hasn't been the main purpose maybe up until now. I've been really excited to talk with you about that because I do think that when we push and grow other people as entrepreneurs, we ourselves end up being pushed and growing as entrepreneurs. And I've been wondering if you could maybe speak to that. Like, what has this process or this pivot been like for you? Um, And what even led to you making this decision to start speaking more on business and to start helping moms and women feel empowered Mm -hmm. to grow their influence? Yeah, well, everything that I do... the business side and like the 
the motherhood side is very um, intuitively led. Always, I love talking about the balance of strategy and spirit. And I think in the entrepreneur industry, there's a very, very heavy hand when it comes to strategy and formulas. And this is like the secret formula that I did that 10 times my sales page conversions. And there's, it's just very, very heavy. And I do believe that have their place. They can absolutely be super helpful. But when we really rely on that, I think a lot of times we are hiding behind strategies and formulas because opening up to just that like divine guidance and running a business and providing for lots and lots of families, it's scary to put to put the main part of that on your intuition and on like that spiritual side of running a business. But I think that when we turn that off and we are not intuitively led and we're not opening up to what our gut is telling us is really the right next thing to do, even though so-and-so business guru said that it should be done this way, um, we're really doing the world and ourselves a huge disservice. And we are telling our um, really like our, our your, your body will talk to you. You won't be able to sleep because you have this idea your your spirit will be like waking up and trying to tell you something like you should do this you should do this and and when you ignore it and avoid it because it's not technically the right way to do things based on what so-and-so course taught you to um you're really silencing what god gave you and that is that's not a place i want to be i think that's kind of a dangerous place to to be when you're living life and running a business so everything for me is very intuition led so what i will do is ask Okay, I'm feeling this way. This is, I can't shake these thoughts. I can't get this idea out of my head. Like, what do I do? And I just remain open for that idea, not in that moment, but like over the course of, you know, days or weeks. And it just downloads for me. It will just drop into my head one day like clarity. And that is what happened when I was really thinking about making this pivot from just being the mom that declutters and talks about mom things to really opening up and sharing all the wisdom that I've invested in and gained in my career. And just things like, how did I grow the podcast to, you know, 6 million downloads in just over two years? That's a lot. Like, how did that happen? I know. <laughs> I know how that happened. And I have nowhere to share it. <laughs> like, it was it was frustrating. And, and how did I, you know, how did my revenue get where it is? How did I create these jobs? How do I run my team? There's all these things that I have in me to share that can really make things simpler and and give people the shortcut. And I had no platform for that. And so I decided to go ahead and create it once I felt like, yes, this is the right next thing and I'm just going to start. And then the other thing I wanted to say, Jesse, is I think as as you're pursuing something, it's important to ask What's the simplest, easiest way I could do this? So one thing that came up for me when I was making this pivot was, well, now I've got to start a new podcast. I've got to have a whole different platform. I've got to be business over here and mom over here. I've got to, my team needs to be split in two. We've got to be running this. And it's like, no, let's just bring it to the purpose show. Let's just combine it. We're already running this well-oiled machine with millions of listeners. Why, when they're the ones asking me how I'm running my business, why would I split it in two? Because some of them don't have businesses. Well, then don't listen to that episode. So I I decided like this is the easiest way for me to just continue what I'm doing and be open to talking about what I want to talk about and what is coming up for me and what I feel naturally led to discussing 
Um, and it went phenomenally. My downloads are up. Money is up. Impact is up. Everything increased because I stepped out into what I was feeling intuitively led to do. And in that, I absolutely implemented strategies that I've learned and, and applied those to guide me in the act of stepping out based on my intuition. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it's what you're saying, I imagine, is very uh, freeing for some listeners right now who maybe are multi-passionate or maybe they've already started something and feel like they are kind of confined in this box and they can't branch out or try something new. Um, Even just the transition of, okay, I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom to okay, I still want to be a stay-at-home mom, but I also maybe want to have something on the side just for me, mm-hmm. maybe a ministry or a business or or mm-hmm. a hobby even. And I just, I'm imagining that you saying these things is almost like handing them a permission slip to be creative and be simple and just do things your own way, follow that intuition. Um, and, and I'm kind of wondering, like, did this always come naturally to you? Or do you feel like it's had to be born maybe through some setbacks or through some mistakes or through trial and error? Yeah, definitely the the latter. It's, it's <laughs> like, uh, it's like, when you first start something, you rely on other people's teaching to, to know how to do it. So when I was first starting my business, I was very much like, okay, I'm taking this course and I'm going to do everything by the book, the way that this course creator told me to do it. And this is like a really popular person and course, so they would know better than me and I'm going to just do it this way. And it, it worked. Like I started my business, I started making money, but I was feeling like I didn't, I needed to learn how to do things my way. And also the difference is that I, I want this to come out the right way, but The whole time I've been starting my business and running my business, I've never had the mindset that I'm just starting a business to make money. I've always had the mindset that I am building something that will change the world. And I know that it will be a household name, that it will be huge, that it will be massive. Everyone will know. Women will be set free. All of this is going to be like a massive wave that takes over the world. So I knew if that's what I'm building – then I'm going to need to know how to run my company without somebody telling me. So I learned about webinars with courses. I learned about funnels with courses. I learned about strategy through learning through other people. But as soon as I had all that up and running, I began to just feel this shift that it was time for me to really start to lead intuitively and um, really involve. Like I'm a very spiritual business leader. I pray over everything. I seek guidance for everything. I bless my my throat and my voice before I do interviews and podcasts. I bless my microphone. I bless the technology. Like I'm doing all of these things because it's not just sitting down and recording an episode that's going to come out when a certain thing is being promoted to get them in the gate, to get them on my email list, to get them to buy. It's not. It's a, a massive movement that I'm building here. And that requires spirit, not just strategy. So it was definitely a learning experience and I definitely struggled. I struggled in confidence with my gut. Like, this is crazy. The thing I'm thinking is just insane. Like, no one's done this before. Like, will it work? And then I blow everyone out of the water and have the biggest launch with the lowest, cheapest cost product. So it's, I think that, yes, it's a learning curve, but when you do it, you see why you are feeling led that way. And like result after result after result teaches you that this is the right way for me to run my company. 
Mm, yeah, that's powerful. Like just even just shifting from I have to do it this formulaic way that I've been taught to no, I get to create my own way and I get to pave mm-hmm. my own path and trust that the impact that I'm called to have will happen because of these choices I'm making. Um, that's right. a that's a very powerful shift in thinking. I imagine for Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, especially, um, I would love to switch gears for a second and talk about that transition that I know that you had to go through, especially just, you know, from what I've heard of your story and your journey, um, that transition from being, playing the supportive role as the Mm -hmm. stay at home parent to really becoming the breadwinner as a successful entrepreneur. Like what was that transition like for you personally? And then also how did that impact your marriage and your relationship? Yeah, it was definitely a really weird shift for us. I think it would have been way harder if Brian wasn't the way he is, just his personality, the way that he feels about me and my mission. Um, he may care more than I do some days. He like <laughs> He's always like thinking of the women that I serve and offering like – Like the other day I was sitting there and I was like, I really feel led to drop some like inspiration on my stories today, but I just don't feel like I know what to say. And he was like, I have something. And he just gave me like the most beautiful, pointed, inspiring and helpful just phrase about just not feeling like you have to do it all. Mm -hmm. And I shared it and it got shared like hundreds and hundreds of times. Like he's in this with me. And he's very, very much the natural supporter, and I am the natural leader. So really, before our life was the way it is now, um, we very much struggled, and we really felt like we were living, like we were, not feel, we were living outside of our, like, God-given personality types and gifts. So him being the breadwinner, him working and being gone all the time, like, he was miserable, and I was miserable being a stay-at-home mom. I was. And I get a lot of, like, heat for saying that. But I'm not saying that you should feel that way. I'm saying that's how I felt, you know? So it was really hard. And when we figured this out and we stepped into these shifts, we both felt like we talk about that all the time, that that was like when we both woke up to life and how good it gets to be, that I get to be running a business and I get to be a leader like that I was born to be. And he gets to experience his kid's childhood instead of missing out on all of it like so many dads do. Um, it's huge for us. So I think it's important to state that we are in our rightful roles as the people that we are as individuals. That's huge. So I think if it's not that way for another couple, it probably wouldn't work as smoothly. But even in that, the transition was difficult because when you have been a man and you've been working your entire life and you've been told that you equal what you do, And your worth is in providing for your family. And that's pretty much what sums up who you are as a person. And then you quit and you're a stay-at-home dad and your wife is making money. That's going to rattle a person (laughs) for sure. Mm. And so he went through a very like maybe a six-month long like lull where it was like a little depressed, kind of just like, this is awesome, but like who am I? Like it was a very deep – 
rattle for him. And for me, it was very difficult for me. Like I had run our home, like I'm a natural leader and I'm a natural business owner. So I was basically running our home that way for seven years because I wasn't an entrepreneur yet. So I had things a certain way. It was running smooth. That's what I'm good at. And he came in and he was just there all the time and he was messing everything up. (laughs) So it was like, it was like this awkward, like, wait, you're still here? Well, yeah, I quit. Oh, well, aren't you going to make lunch? Oh, they kind of had like a late breakfast. Well, what the hell? Like it was like very like (laughs) tense and like like weird and like, okay, like I guess you do it the way you want to do it. I'm just going to go do a webinar. Like it was kind of like weird. And then I would say about six months in, we really hit our stride and fell into our rhythms. And now like we're almost five years in. It'll be five years in January. Um, Actually, I think it'll be five years next March. So we're like four years in um, to Brian quitting. The business started earlier, but Brian quit about four years ago. And so we're four years in and just now, like just now, I feel like I have no inhibitions about saying who I am and what I do. That like I make the money. I am running the business. I'm the breadwinner. Yeah. You, you bet it. You bet I am. Like, I have no shame. I openly talk about the money that I make. Brian openly talks about it. Um, he openly says, like, he's a stay-at-home dad when he's asked. Like, it takes time to adjust when you are the counterculture of society. Like, that's a big shift, you know? So if that's your situation, like, let it breathe. Let it take time. Describe what it is that you do however you want that makes you comfortable for now. And you can figure out the rest later. Um, and now Brian is like interested in other things and doing other things and the kids are getting older and their school is getting easier and you know, who knows what he'll do. Maybe he won't always be stay at home. I don't know, but you have to just focus on like, what's the next right step for you as a couple, as you navigate this new big transition and also give each other space to be annoyed and to be frustrated through the process because it is new. It is different. That's why it's called the transition. Like you're allowed to be a person and not love every moment of it. Mm. Well, I love hearing like how supportive he has been, even from the very beginning, because I, I think that, that that, I mean, it makes a huge difference. You know, if you're, it's everything. If you're, yeah, if you're working hard toward a dream or a goal, but your husband's not on board or he doesn't get it and he doesn't really want to get it that can be that can be discouraging um and I'm wondering Mm -hmm. like what would you maybe say to the listener who is in that right now like she has a big goal or she has a big dream or she's building a business but her husband is not fully supportive or he's not responding to it in the way that she wishes he would yeah, I'm going to say something that I, I get this question a lot. And I my question or my, my answer is, it's going to seem a little abrasive, but just hear me out. You, The fact is, is that if that's a situation, you don't need him to be jumping up and down and cheering you on every second and be completely a thousand percent on board. You don't need that. It would mm. make things easier. It would be nice. It would be better. It would It would give you a shortcut for sure. But you don't need him to do that. And you cannot control what someone else's past has been that's led to the story that's playing in his mind that's causing that reaction. He loves you. 
He's not responding like this because he doesn't care. He's responding because this is the response that comes from the life he's lived so far and the story that has been his up to this point. It's probably coming from fear. It's probably coming coming out maybe as anger or not understanding, but it's really the root of it is fear. And what that fear is will be different person to person. But you have to understand that you cannot control the outcome of his reaction. You cannot change his story. And you can't even make him do the inner work that he would need to do to heal from that and overcome those fears. So you have to choose. Are you going to wait until it's perfect and he's like totally on board and he is all in? Because that may never happen. Or are you going to decide that this is, it's just as you can't control him, he also can't control you. And if you really love each other, deep down, you don't really want to control each other. You just wish that it's kind of like, I don't want to control you. I love you just as you are, but what is wrong with you? Why aren't you understanding? Like, it's like that. But he also can't control you. So you get to decide, well, just like he's his own person, I'm my own person. So I'm really feeling this. Like I'm really feeling this idea is good and I want to take action on it now. Are you going to stand up on your own two feet and pursue that yourself and just explain that like it's okay if you don't understand. I totally get it. And, you know, let's compromise. I won't go all in on this and quit my job or anything, but I'm definitely doing it. You know, you have to navigate that for yourself, but I just want to reassure you, I coach hundreds of women who do not have, they're either single or they are with a life partner or married and there's no support and you do not need that support. My husband was emotionally supportive, but he could not be there to help me. I had to do everything myself until he was able to quit. And then he quit and he went into like a little bit of that depression and he was kind of like not as helpful as I needed. So even with a supportive spirit, he was still not what I really needed. And that's not his responsibility to be what I need. That's my responsibility. So I think we have to shift our perspective on like what the, what the partner's role is when you're taking on something new. Yeah, absolutely. And now I talked to quite a few moms who they're thinking of investing in themselves um, like either time-wise or financially, like maybe they want to um, you know, hire a business coach or they want to hire a life coach or they want to um, start up a business and maybe put a little bit of money into it. And I know that making financial decisions when your husband maybe has money anxiety or maybe like you said, has a story that's created some sort of belief in him about money. I know that that's a very difficult thing that a lot of people are navigating as well. And I'm wondering like, could you possibly speak to that? Like, how do you, how do you pursue forward movement and investment when maybe your husband's financial fears or his money drama or, you know, all of those things is kind of leaking into your ability to do that? Yeah. And I think it's all about how you say it. Like, it's about how you communicate. It's about coming from a place of love. And it's about understanding that, like, you have hitched your carriage to this person. Like, you're in it together. And that's a decision you made in the past. And so that's going to affect everything. It's not just about investing in your business. It's like when you disagree on where to send your kids to school or you disagree Mm. in, like, a certain way of raising and parenting them. Like, it's, it's with everything. So it's like you have to understand, like, You are your own person and he is his own person. So for me and Brian, like that is reflected in the way we have things laid out. I don't go to my husband and say, hey, I really think this is important. I really want to buy this. Like I come and I say like, 
All right. You know that I'm working on this and this just came up. I've been asking for an answer of how to fix this problem in the business and I just found this course and it's totally the answer. I would love to get it and I would love to look at the finances with you and see like if this would possibly work. So you're kind of coming in like this is important because it's important to me. Hmm. And also like I'm willing to like have a conversation and see if it will make it work. Oh, and there's a payment plan. This is what it would look like. And I'm willing to like, you know, cut out my um, target budget and put it towards the course or, you know, whatever it is for you guys. So I, I'm i always going to err on the side of empowering women to be their own people and, and, and vouch for yourself. This is your dream. Like don't bend over backwards and just let his um, money fears depict your future just because he makes all the money. Like you, you have to, every marriage is different, but you have to vouch for yourself. And I think it's important to stand up and in love, in and respectfully and peaceably vouch for yourself and say why it matters. And if you decide together that it's just really not a good time, it's the mindset needs to be it's this or something better. So you not being able to invest in a course because you financially can't right now doesn't mean that it's over or that now you're not going to learn how to podcast or you're not going to learn how to start that business. It's just that there's something even better for you right around the corner and it's probably free or cheaper or somebody you'll win a giveaway or something like God will always give you what you need. So you don't need to freak out. You don't need to push. You don't need to force or yell at your husband or anything, but always stand up for yourself and remember that while you have chosen to do life together and you are one in that way, you're also your own person with your own dreams and goals and they are worthy and valuable and you deserve to stand up for yourself and speak your truth. Mm, absolutely. I, I just love how empowering all of that is. Um, and, and you and you do that so well in all of the things that you're doing, your podcast, your posts, your um, your your new course, which I, I would love if we could end this conversation just kind of diving into what it is that you are now offering women. Um, the podcasting confidence course, the Up and Up Academy, like I would just love for them to get a glimpse of how they can be supported in the pursuit of their own dreams or their own goals or their own businesses, how can you partner with them in that? Yeah, absolutely. I did one-on-one business coaching for a while and it was so good and so fun, but I definitely, I learned that I definitely prefer the way that the other side of my business goes where it's like passive and I can kind of like just rain dump all the things that I've learned in one place. And then like everyone gets to partake. So, cause the calls that I was having with my clients were like groundbreaking and like they would go and they'd be so helped. But I'm thinking like, man, like if everyone could have just listened to this, it would, there would be so many more businesses starting. Um, and so I definitely like the more like group style, you know, products and programs. So up and up Academy is membership style right now. Maybe one day we'll close that off and just be like, we've learned what we're going to learn and we're going to turn it into a course. I don't know, but it is a business membership right now. It's every month. We have like a focus area and we are like there to really grow businesses. So just like really massive growth very quickly and with ease. That's kind of the, the plan. And then um, I have startup school for women who don't yet have a business and they really want to and they want to do what I did, but they want to do it the shortcut way with a lot more ease and flow. Um, and just that really feels good. And they're um, finding their ideal customer and they're figuring out what their purpose is. And, um, 
And yeah, and then I have the podcasting course, of course, too, with the podcasting and all the ins and outs and the tech and the content and how do you be the host and how do you have boundaries with your listeners and create great episodes and make money with or without sponsorships. And there's just so much to be learned and so much, um, so many good messages to get out there. And so I really enjoy creating like a lot of different avenues for people to choose from, like when it comes to learning how I got to where I am. That's perfect. And, and it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but the podcasting course, it like literally just launched, like, was it today or like yesterday or? It's, yeah, I think it, it opened on Friday and it closes this Friday. So we opened it for a week, um, for the first time ever. And it's the women that are in there are like plowing through it already. And their feedback is crazy. I'm so happy. It's, it's like, astoundingly detailed <laughs> there's nothing I literally show you like every single thing that I do to get featured on other shows and tv media and get press to draw attention to your podcast and create all the content and how to keep creating it and just all the text like every single thing um, I think most podcast courses are really good at like one thing but they leave these big gaps and so I partnered with a top podcast producer to make this course so that there would be no gaps and it's I'm really proud of it. Yay. Well, you should be proud of it. I mean, I just, I love it. I love that you're taking um, a skill that you have, something that you're passionate about, and you're now paving the path for other people to do the same with their, yeah. with their own interests and their own passions. So thank you for even creating something like this because it's a great resource for sure. Uh, well, where else can our listeners find you if they want to check you out and follow you and get to know more about you? Yeah, I think just the website is a great place to go if you want to, if you need my help simplifying your life or, you know, lifestyle stuff or business stuff, just AllieCasaza.com. And then on social media, the best place to find me is um, Instagram. So you just search my name, AllieCasaza on there and um, follow the, the one with the blue badge, not any of the weird fake ones that we have been putting down lately. <laughs> it's a, it, I, I will just say to everyone who's listening right now that following you on Instagram is so fun because you really don't, I mean, I know you, you've said once that the things you share is really only just like 15% of your actual life, but truly it feels like we're on a journey with you. Yeah. Uh, just because you do such a, I don't know if detailed is the right word, but you, you just really give us these snapshots of what it looks like to be a mom, run a business, have fun with your husband, have fun with your kids, make memories, make impact. Like you, you show us all, but maybe not all, but you show us enough to where we, we feel like we know you on a whole new level. And I just, I love that about you. I love following you for sure. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. That's exactly how I want it to feel. And it is like, we're, when you follow me and we are sharing and we're, you know, DMing and like, it's, we're friends and it's a connection. Like that's important to me because I don't think that people will be open to even making impact in their lives if they don't feel connected to me. So I definitely like protect my time and my space, but I'm always happy to like peel the curtain back and show, you know, what life looks like and what it can look like if you're on the other side and just feeling super overwhelmed. I love it. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show, for sharing your heart and your message with us. I, I really do believe it's going to be encouraging and empowering and maybe just like that push that some people need to go do big things. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Jesse. 